Fed Talks is a podcast for theater teachers and theater education students. Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Christman, theater education professor at Illinois State University. Each week I bring you stories and interviews from experienced K-12 theater teachers, current theater education majors, professors of theater education, and teaching artists that will warm your heart, renew your faith in teaching, and provide resources to better your practice in your theater classroom. So grab your coffee or glass of wine, plug in your headphones, or turn up your car stereo, and relax. Thanks for joining me for these heartwarming conversations and practical advice from other theater teachers on the front lines making a difference in their students' lives each and every day. We are, we are honored to present the 2022 Excellence in Theater Education Award to Rashonda Jones-Comba. In the words of poets, Maya Angelou. My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive. I wish to thank the American Theater Wing, the Broadway League, and Carnegie Mellon University for this distinguished honor. My heartfelt thanks are also extended to my parents, my husband, Gene, my theater partner, Jabari Collins, my family, mentors, and the late Clarence Lee Turner, to the Aldine Independent School District, Mayor Sylvester Turner, and the Acres Home community in Houston. I say thank you for being a champion for the arts. Most importantly, I wish to thank my students at George Washington Carver Magnet High School, Panther Players, Troop 6753. You are my inspiration and my reason why. The arts, especially in black and brown communities, provide the fertile soil with which our students flourish. We must continue to enrich them with our love and a passion for the arts, which shows them that even the unattainable is possible. I accept this award for all the arts educators who work tirelessly to ensure that their students have a safe space to be seen and heard. And as Maya Angelou reminds us, do it with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. Thank you again, and God bless. I am very excited to welcome to this episode of Fed Talks, Roshanda Jones-Kumba, who is the winner of the 2022 Tony Award for Excellence in Theater Education. She is the teacher at G.W. Carver Magnet High School in Houston, Texas. It is an honor to have you, Roshanda. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. So happy to have you. If you wouldn't mind, just just introduce yourself and and share your story. Like like start from the beginning. Where'd you fall in love with theater, and then to to your what you're doing now at GW Carver. My name is Roshonda Jones Kumba, and I grew up in a very small town, Wharton, Texas. So it's about an hour south of Houston, and. I always love to perform. Like if you ask my mother, she'll say when I was um, three and four years old, I was dressing up like Tina Turner singing <laughs> What's Love Got to Do With It. But I really started getting involved in theater in middle school. It was my 
middle school theater teacher. Her name is, her name is Marjorie Talachka. And I was involved in, I first started to be involved in the prose and poetry. We took that to a UIL contest in prose and poetry. And I really love to interpret the pieces and bring them to life. And then she was like, you have a knack for this. And she was like, you should continue to do this. And so that I got the bug in middle school. Then I continued to do it. And then in high school, I was heavily involved in our speech and drama program. But when I graduated high school, I always knew I wanted to be a teacher because I grew up with like a lot of educators in my family. So I knew I was going to be a teacher. So when I graduated high school, I was going to be an English teacher. And so that's what my education was my major. But that summer, I went to a summer program um, for um, the university I was going to, Prairie View A&M University. But I couldn't get theater out of my system. So I just walked over on one of the off days to the theater department. And I said, well, I would like to minor in, in theater. And then the professor said, C. Lee Turner, Clarence Lee Turner. He was like, well, our, our minor is pretty rigorous. And I was like, oh, I can handle it. And then, so I started, I started as a minor and then I wanted to say it was the second semester. And he said, well, why don't you teach something that you absolutely love to do? And the light bulb like went off. I was like, he is so right. And so like instantly I was like, okay, I'm now I'm just going to change my focus. I'm going to be a a theater major and then I'm going to teach theater. And that was the best decision I've ever made because it it truly is a joy coming to work every day. Of course, you have your your stressful days and your things, but it's truly my passion. And so I truly, truly love what I do. So that's how I kind of segue from my education path of being a teacher to from being an English teacher to a theater teacher, which I kind of correlate a little. Yeah. So and talk a little bit about your program now. Yeah. So I. So my very first year of teaching, I teach in the All-Dean ISD School District, and I've been here all 19 years. My very first year was in a middle school at Shotwell Middle School. And the second year, after the completion of my first year, the um, the man that, I, that was my mentor teacher, a student taught under Freddie Buckner. And then he told after after my first year in middle school, he said, there's a opening at Carver and I know high school is where you want to be. So you should go um, and interview. And I was like, well, I really love teaching middle school. But back then, high school positions weren't my, like those teachers were there forever. Like it was it was tough getting into <laughs> into high school positions. So I was like, well, I better go interview. And so then I interviewed and I received the job and. So when I walked through the doors, it was a um, it was a magnet school, but it was kind of early in its magnet year. So the it was an established thespian troupe, but they uh, the school didn't have a musical, didn't produce the musical. And I was really like, oh, let's bring a musical. And so and we had like a whole season of shows. So I was like, this really has to represent. If it's magnet, it's something we specialize in. So I was like, we really have got to raise the bar with the theater program. And so then we started with the musical. Our very first musical was, was You Are a Good Man, Charlie Brown. And so it was the cutest thing. We had it in the black box. But that just sparked an interest. And then every year, the musicals just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then the community support. It's like you I couldn't stop doing the musical if I wanted to. And then uh, we've just started, we've, the students, what I really love about working here is that the students are, 
they take ownership of what they do and they give back when they graduate they are always, I have students who always come back and lend their talents to help to help make the program better. And I really love that that spirit of teamwork in the village t- type of um, environment that's formed here. And of course we do um, we do we attend the Texas Desmond Festival and the International Festival regularly. We perform our we have we have about five shows a year, so we are a busy, busy, busy program. That is wonderful. And and you and I were just talking uh, off air before the interview. You just yes. closed s- summer. Yes. yes. The first high school to get to do it. Talk a little bit yes. about that experience. And, and we were over the moon that, <laughs> that we were allowed to produce this work. Donna Summer, such a trailblazer in, in so many ways. I mean, the queen of disco, but so much more. And just to bring her story to life was beautiful. And the students loved it. And even today, students in the cafeteria who are not even in theater, they were singing Donna Summer songs in the cafeteria. And, the, and we and we love that. How fun. How fun. Well, I want to know, um, there's a couple things I want to dig into from what you share. But the first thing I want to know from you is what was the moment that you knew I know I made the right decision with where who, my career and where I'm going. After my very first year here, I it was a we had a principal, and um, he was transitioning to another campus, and he sat me down. Uh, you know, he was telling the staff, but he in particular he said. Um, that I have the work that you're doing here. He, he put it in the way of was telling me that like he had never seen this type of work. He said, you've only been here a short time, but the program has grown leaps and bounds and you are really, truly making a difference. So he said, so keep, so keep it up. And, and I, you know, as that year, my first year, I really felt something special was happening, but just the principal just saying that and, and, and it's just kind of, um, just kind of that seal of approval. Cause it was, it was a man I respected uh, a lot. And I was like, I feel like that's why I'm, I'm doing the right thing and I'm where, where I'm supposed to be. So it was, and, and when it didn't feel like work, it, it just felt like something I needed while calling. And so at the end of the first year, I was like, you know, yes, I'm going to keep on moving and keep on trekking. So I guess I would say maybe the end of my first year here at Carver. Hey, theater educators, this is Jimmy Chrisman. If you have ever wondered how you can support the podcast in any way, well, I'm about to tell you. Fed Talks podcast has always been and will always be a free podcast that I put out there for you teachers. I know you don't make a lot of money. I don't make a lot of money as a university professor. But if the podcast is something that has helped you out or that you just really want to find a way to support us, this is how. Visit www.buymeacoffee.com slash PC, And there you can make a donation right to the expenses of the show to help offset those costs. 
I thank you in advance for what you will do. Thank you for those of you who have donated. I appreciate it. And even if you can't make a donation, I still appreciate you. Just continue to listen and continue to share. That website again is www.buymeacoffee.com slash TheDTalksPC. Thinking back to your middle school and high school experiences and then even into your college, if, you, if you'd like, uh-huh. what, what was it about those teachers that inspired you? And do you see any of that in you today? Oh, yes. I see a little bit of my teachers all, all the time popping out <laughs> in my style. And it, it's, it's a testament to how, to how critical a teacher is and how they influence so many lives. And Mrs. T- Mrs. Talashka, my um, first theater mentor, it, she was the, she's the kindest woman you ever wanted to meet. She's patient. She has a way uh, of nurture, the way she nurtures. And I feel like I've taken that nurturing spirit from her, from my college professor. He passed away um, about a year and a half ago, Mr. Turner. He has his vision. He was so creative and he had a way for us all just to, uh, to, to see his vision and just give 110%. And I'm telling you, a lot of the times, a, a lot of people will tell me, because we used to rehearse late hours, and when I get to start rehearsing late, they're like, oh, little C. Lee's coming out of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're working. But the vision, he was a visionary, and he was a trailblazer in his own right. If something wasn't didn't couldn't happen, he would go and and advocate. And so I feel like I got my fire from that from him, from my band teacher, because mm-hmm. I was in I was in high school band and I played the clarinet. And so I, I started band in the sixth grade, and my band teacher, his the way he would um, strive for excellence in everything that he does or every movement as we were doing marching band and concert band season. So I feel like I got a little bit from all those coaches and stuff in my life. And and I'll, and I'll see like some of the things I'm like, oh my God, that is something that Mr. Turner used to do, Mr. Stites or Ms. Talashka we used to do, but yeah. And, and what about your, your family influence? Because you said you come from a family oh, of teachers too. Yes, 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 I, I, I do. I have uh, many aunties that are, are that are educators. And every summer I would go to Longview, Texas, on the East Texas, that was my mother's side of the family from Longview, Texas. And my aunt, one of my aunts, who's like my second mother, they had year-round school. And so she would take me to school every summer and she taught special education. And I would mentor those, those students in the summer and I would help with those lessons. And I loved working with those students even at at a young age i've always loved giving back and helping and and molding and molding people and of course my mother is is um she's a, a force she is so eloquent she was my first acting coach i remember being in, in our den and like rehearsing <laughs> with her and she would be like and she would give a look on her face and I was like oh, okay what did I not do right and she was like well try it this way and, <laughs> and my first acting coach and my biggest supporter along the way her and my father <laughs> that's awesome that's so so wonderful um I, I want to talk a little bit about your students right now and 
we're going to talk about the Tony Award in a minute because I know the listeners are like, we got to get to the Tony Award. We will, we will. Um, yeah. But the 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 video that played before you won the award of your students, there was such a genuineness and just a a sincere love and admiration of you from those students' testimonials and that. Um, and then you shared that they take ownership in the program and then they come back and even give back to the program. What do you think has been the thing that has inspired that? And why do they keep coming back to you? I think because we, we create a safe space here, a, a space where they can be their true authentic selves, a space where th- that is okay sometimes to not, because sometimes we feel like we're always striving for perfection. Mm-hmm. And it's, and this is a space where you can grow. It's okay to let the walls down and just be free. And I, and I really feel like that is a big part that by them being, having that safe space to, to, to just be and be who they are and just grow. I feel like that. And then we are, we have, we're just like an extension of their parents. Uh, I work, Jabari Collins is the technical director here and he, we both went to Prairie View and um, it's like we're, it's not only about the art form of theater, but how can we create better human beings who can be productive members of society? So we're always like, what's the next step? what's your plan after high school and how can we nurture that now? How can we nurture that passion now? And so through that, a lot of times they'll find their niche and then they go off and be successful in whatever career path that they decided to do. We got to create that space for them, right? Yes, yeah. we do. We do. It's important. It is. It is. And and the work that you do and I, I, I know you you didn't necessarily credit yourself in that conversation piece just then, but I get to do that because you're leading the program and and you're you're in charge of creating that space and they they see that. Um, thank you, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, so let's let's get into the Tony Award. Okay. So talk about what when you found out leading up to the evening because I've, I've I've talked to most of you all now who have won and everyone's stories are so different and just so captivating so I, I can't wait to hear <laughs> so it was it was I want to say it was the end of the week we we had a show that evening with my with the freshmen every year we do a show with the freshmen we were doing Snow White so um we were in there putting I was doing last minute touches on the program kids were putting last little um things together with the set and all of a sudden uh, my principal called and was like I have some important people on the phone and I was like <laughs> I was like oh okay <laughs> and I don't know I don't know why every time the principal calls you always think like oh the principal's calling why <laughs> you always do I did that with mine too I get it <laughs> <laughs> and so they were like it's the Broadway League and the American Theater Wing. And then they told me the news. And then I was like, and then we'll be out to your school next week. And then the president of Carnegie Mellon will be calling you. And then I was like, oh. And I was like, and then all of a sudden the principal comes running down the hallway with some kids. And then the kids came in. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then we were like, and then we were crying. And it was a beautiful moment. But yeah. 
I had no clue. I didn't even know I was nominated. I had no clue I had been nominated. And and then the principal was sworn to secrecy um, from whenever I made it to different finalist rounds. Like she had been in contact two or three times about they made it to the top this, the top this. Now she's the top two. And then uh, and so she she didn't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, it, I was literally in shock, in shock. But it was the best. It was the best surprise ever. I can only imagine. I can imagine. And and what was the 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 journey and the process for you like uh, leading up to the night and and all the stuff going that goes with that? Right. So, um, after like so, I found out, and then that next week they were lit, and we were in finals. And so the next week they were at the school. So I was like, okay, you know, if we have time during your final. <laughs> <laughs> Let's coordinate schedules so the kids, oh, they were like, oh, yeah, we've got this. We've got this. And so they they came and interviewed some um, students past and present because some students were still like around the Houston area. So, so we interviewed and that process was just so beautiful because I got to hear their stories because they recorded so many stories. And I and I was just that was that was an emotional day for me because as a teacher, you feel like you're you're making the impact that's what that's what you want but just to hear hear these stories and and you're like oh wow it just touches your soul and so after that I was like okay so I have to give a speech and so I was really oh I was like okay what do I say and I want this is what I want to say okay but I have this much time (laughs) (laughs) and so I was just writing and rewriting the speech and then and then I was like reading it to some students like, listen to this and they were like yeah 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 and i was just whoever would listen listen to the speech <laughs> <laughs> and making tweaks and then it was like oh a dress i've got a <laughs> you know because this was all like i think i probably had three weeks after i, was I found say, that out. was like the end of may right and then yeah so yeah. it was a quick turn on like, oh and i've got to go find the right dress and then i went to this this dress shop and then i I told them, and then they were like, "She's gonna be on TV," and they tra- <laughs> they treated me like royal, <laughs> like oh. royal. <laughs> and so, so the speech, getting the speech prepared, and and the, and finding the dress, those were like my two biggest things. And then after that, I was like, "Okay, I can do this." And then the um, getting to New York was just, it was just a beautiful experience. I mean, they picked me up at the the airport. They uh, um, pay for the hotel room. They made sure I knew where I was going. Um, it, it was it was just great. And then the day of the Tony Awards, I got to go to the rehearsal because you get to practice, which I really liked the fact that I was able to go on stage and practice the speech. Once I did that, I was really I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> yes, I was like, I really have a grasp on this. And then so you, it's a whirlwind of a day. You go into rehearsal and you really see the whole show pretty much before the show, of course, when you don't hear the the um, who's going to win, they'll say for this rehearsal only. They'll, they'll name a winner, but it's only for this rehearsal only. <laughs> and so, and then I got to meet um, um, some of the some celebrities and they were really down to earth and just sweet. I met Judith Light, um, oh. Billy Porter, um, Renee Goldsberry, just a lot of people. And they were just, just salt of the earth, sweet, sweet people. And then I left the rehearsal and then 
I don't know. It was just like getting ready, getting ready, and then red carpet. So we had to be at the red carpet at a certain time. They give you a time, and then you have to be there. And I was there. Then after that, went to like a Carnegie Mellon um, a sponsored like cocktail party before the awards. Then the award ceremony, and then the after party. I want to say I got back to my hotel room like about three or three thirty a.m. or something like that. But it was I had the best time. That is awesome. It sounds like a, it sounds like a wedding. Like you prepare, yes. prepare, and then it's that whirlwind crazy of a day. And when it's over, you're like, what just happened? Yeah, <laughs> it is exactly exactly like that. Are you a regular listener of Fed Talks and have always wondered how you can be a guest on the show? Well, this is how you sign up to be a guest on Fed Talks and join the ranks of all the other amazing theater educators that have been on the show. All you do is go to www.fedtalks.com and right at the top of the page, there's a link that says register as a guest. Click that and then you'll be taken to a page where you fill out some information and hit submit. And Once you do, you'll be taken to a scheduling link where you can schedule a time to have interview with me and share your stories and resources here on the show. You may think, oh, I don't really have something to talk about. Nobody wants to hear my stories. You know what? Every single guest who I have talked to has pretty much said the same thing. And we have a fantastic conversation. And hopefully those stories and what you're hearing keep bringing you back. So I promise you, you have things that people want to hear. And I want to hear from you. www.fedtalks.com and click register as a guest. Stop thinking about it and just do it. I can't wait to talk to you soon. What was it like sitting there with, with like, I mean, you told, talked about some of the folks you met, but just literally sitting there in, in the live, the live version and watching these performances and the winners. Yes. It, uh, it was surreal. It was surreal. <laughs> in, in 2000, I, in 2008, I attended the Tony Awards, but I was sitting like in the, um in the, in the, 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 up the mezzanine section way up, but it was so such a different experience just like being right there among everything the performances were outstanding and just to see people that I've admired for years um up close doing what they love and we're all there together having conversations and enjoying the moment and celebrating each other was a beautiful moment um I I still get chills um um from that night Yes, it was it was great. I can only imagine. That is that is that's fantastic. And and what about um once it's over and you came back home, what what are some of the 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 I don't want to say perks, but the perks that came along with it? <laughs> well, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, it um it's it's been a lot of great things. A lot of people wanted to celebrate like you know this this milestone event and I had so so many people in in my corner that just wanted to celebrate this historic moment so I received one of the one of the big things it was in August I received a day in the city of Houston uh, and at August 13th it was Rashonda Jones day in the in the city of Houston and so I got to go to city hall and be presented with a proclamation and at that meeting Mayor Turner um allowed the students to do a, a, a number and the students sung the finale number from the color of purple. And it was a beautiful moment. All of the councilmen, everybody was just, it, 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 the, the room room was just, it, the room was in tears and every, it was just a very, very special um, moment. And I've been um, 
doing a lot of keynote speeches. Yeah. I went back to my alma mater, Prairie View A&M, and I was the summer commencement speaker. And I also spoke at the Texas Educational Theater Association Conference and the Texas Educational Theater Administrators um, Conference. I was the keynote speaker there. So that is just, that is something like, whoa. <laughs> and um, something I never imagined. That was like keynote speaking, but I've, you know, my feet with went with that. And so those are some of some of the things I've been doing. And I've attended um some galas with some, with some theaters. I went to the ensemble theater gala. And so it's just been a beautiful moment of celebration. That's awesome. And you deserve every moment of it. Thank I'm you. So happy for you. Share with me one one or two of your favorite stories from your career so far. It could be one of those those touching moments with your students, uh, one of those horror stories during a show, a funny moment, anything at all. Okay. Um, well, one of the most, like I would say, touching moments for my uh, um, as a teacher, I was working um, with a young lady in in class. She she would like she was really quiet and she was really shy, and you know we were just like okay, we were just working to to you know working on stage presence and speaking in front of a group. And here's some tips and this. And so one day. And we were we were doing our musical theater unit. And then I was like, okay, everybody's going to, you know, he find a song from a musical. It doesn't matter how well you sing. You know, we're just going to do, we work, you know, we work on that. I just want to hear the voice that's inside of you because everybody has a voice. And then she started to sing. And then I, was, I had to stop. And she had the most beautiful voice and then after class after everybody left i said oh this you have to be on stage she's like oh no 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 and i said oh <laughs> yes i said you have something that the world needs to hear and then she ended up being like our lead in Cinderella and um, and, and a lot of other shows during her time here. But everybody just remembered that she was just just so, so quiet. You, you You didn't think that was inside of her. And that is the beauty of theater. It can just bring, it can just bring it out of you. And um, that was really a touching moment because just to see her blossom into a confident young lady and she's she's doing so well now in life so that was a very very special moment and I've had a lot of those moments over over the the course the course of my years and that was a really really that was like one of the first times and I was like oh that always holds like that special place in my heart also we enter our um musicals in the Tommy Tune Awards. Um, and, and a lot of cities have like different awards and they go to like the Jimmy Awards mm-hmm. in, um, in, in in the summer. And so we were, um, the students have been working so, so hard. And we, this is the year we did the Color Purple. And so we did the Color Purple and then the nominations came out and then we received, because we had been getting nominations year to year, but this was the first time we received the best musical nomination. And like, and somebody recorded it and the room exploded. Uh-huh. And we were all like jumping. The kids were like, yay, 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 yay. And it was a beautiful, beautiful moment because they had put their heart and their soul in, in, into bringing that. We were the, the first school in Texas 
and then Texas to, to do it that year. And um, so they were, it was just a very special, special moment for all of us. And I just remember the celebrations that were happening. So those are some things. And a horror stories, I don't know, none come to mind, but you know, you always have, <laughs> oh, like when, yeah, when like a lead, cause get, <laughs> we had like during, um, during COVID, during, during the COVID year, like right before, um, right before we op- we opened, they were we they were thought we were maybe going to have to shut the sh- uh, shut the show down because it was, um, you know how you get those COVID alerts, COVID alerts, mm-hmm. and then it, it was looking like oh no that it was going around, but then every kids were like, no, we're not going to get it down. Every kid got tested because it was like going around. They were like, okay, it's kind of like the numbers are. And so every kid got tested. Every kid made sure sure that we were following all kinds of safety protocols, so we were able to to do that to do our show that year. So um, that was just a scary time in general for yeah. for us, but we made it happen. <laughs> and and how are your kids now coming out of that? Because I know a difference in my students that I'm seeing, but how are yours? Yes, yes. It um it was definitely a um. It's nothing like in-person learning. Mm-hmm. It it, and so it, it was kind of like rebuilding because you had mm-hmm. to kind of reteach some things because you literally missed a year, year and a half, and so it was just kind of building back up those skills, that muscle memory, getting back into the flow of things. This year really feels like a um, like a, a first complete year, kind of like mm-hmm. normal normal year and so we will it, it was it was like a, we've been pacing ourselves but it's getting back yeah At illinois state that, that's where i teach we um we um we see that big time with our productions like our mm-hmm. we're missing a whole year and a half of students learning how to build learning how to do life yes, learning how yes. to make costumes and so we're having to adjust for that and we didn't realize that until like we got back and we were in the middle of it we're like oh my goodness yes and so the, then you have to be like okay let me let me um, figure it out. Let me let me be patient and like we can all yeah. work it out. We're gonna get this. Yeah. 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 I want to know how you take care of yourself as a busy theater teacher. That's tough. You know. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. But you know, um, what I started, what I've started to do is to limit weekend rehearsals because I was like. You know, we have to have some time off for ourselves. And so I really try to limit rehearsing during the week, not during the week, during like during weekends, unless it's like we're, we're going into tech week or something like that, where we just can't avoid that. Taking the, the holiday breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, every in my early, early years, every holiday break, we were up here. We were up here mm-hmm. during spring break, during the winter the winter break during the Thanksgiving break. We were all, we were always here. And I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) wait, the students need to rest. I need to rest. So it'll be okay. So I've limited like rehearsals. I like to let them go and enjoy the holidays. And I just like to put limits and caps on rehearsal time because um, I like, we just always, we strive for excellence around all of us. Like less of a passionate theater teacher, we don't stop. And so we just, um, so that, and then also spending time with my family and my friends to recharge. I love to go to, to New York 
and just go and watch the shows and 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 just just live like a week and then come back home. But I always love going to New York and watching the Broadway show, visiting past students because I have some students up there. And it's just that girl, we're just going for a cup of coffee or something like that. And that's and I love to do that. I love to travel when I can. I can. And so um I love that. And so my husband and I will go, you know, go somewhere. He's like, okay, clear that schedule. And I was like, okay, done. Done. (laughs) Awesome. We got to take the time to recharge. We got to. Yeah. 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 Well, I have two final questions for you. And they are the ones that I ask everyone when they come on the show. Okay. The first is, what is a resource that you are using or have used that is a must have for theater teachers? One of my resources that I use in my classroom is the, um, the stage in school book. I use that uh, quite a bit in my beginning level classes because that's it's, it's, it's a great with all of the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. So that is a great book for my theater one, theater one classes, especially. And going to the conferences, going to the Texas Educational Theater Association conference, going to the Texas Thespian festival i feel like those are all and then going to the international festival and like all these many conferences that you go to those are for teachers those are good resources for teachers because then you're with a team of people and it's like a mentorship program in itself Mm -hmm. when you go to these different conferences and meet different people and then you're learning from each other so i'm a big advocate about going and getting involved in these in these theater organizations to become better teachers I appreciate you sharing that because it's so important that we we get out of our own theaters and 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 mingle with other adults who are doing what we're doing. To, to yeah, and it's important that you learn so much from yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, my last question is: What are your parting words of wisdom for that new teacher entering this field, or that veteran just needing an encouraging word right now? Yes, for the new teacher, I would like to tell them to. It may seem overwhelming at times, but don't give up and to pace yourself, to pace yourself. Don't do too much too soon. Ease into it so you can get into a flow and a rhythm and, and know that it's not, and know that it's going to be okay, but it's okay to breathe and to take care of yourself. And for the veteran teacher is um, there's always something new that we can learn, always something new to be learned. And to keep up the keep up the great work because um, you are appreciated. Yes, and as are you. So, Miss Jones Kumba, thank you so much for talking with me today. I am um, I'm honored to talk with you, and Texas is very lucky to have you. And your students are even luckier they get to see you every day. Thank you. And that is a wrap for this episode of Fed Talks Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please visit our website at www.fedtalks.com where you can find all of the past guest pages with their valuable resources and lots more information on the website for you. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast provider so that it automatically populates in your podcast app so you don't have to miss a single episode. Please rate us, leave us those five stars, review us, tell us what you're liking, and more importantly, share the podcast with all of those theater educators in your life who you think could benefit from what we're doing here on the show. You can email me at jimmy at fedtalks.com and I will always respond. I love interacting with you on there. Visit us on Twitter at Theater Ed Talks, Facebook, the Fed Talks page, and on Instagram, Fed Talks Podcast. 
teachers, I appreciate you. I love you. And I am so grateful for all that you're doing and the light that you're bringing to this world. Continue to change those students' lives and continue to make a difference in the world. Join us next week for a new episode. I'm your host, Jimmy Chrisman. Have an amazing week.